Hey guys, it's Katie, and I'm here with Nika Farb, and welcome back to the Miss Findependent podcast, where we aim to teach people to become more financially literate and independent by helping you guys, our lovely listeners, build the toolkit to become more confident investors, entrepreneurs, and go further in your careers. For today's episode, we're going to be diving into the hidden job market and give you guys some tips for how to get the job of your dreams. The reason we're talking about the hidden job market is because of our current situation. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we are in the midst of a pandemic and millions of people have lost their jobs and are continuing to lose their jobs. So with that being said, we have a saturated pool of people looking for work. And on the other hand, we have a scarce number of jobs that are being presented online for us to apply to. So we need to get creative with the ways that we are approaching finding jobs these days, and we need to find ways to penetrate that hidden job market. If you are one of these people that I've mentioned who unfortunately lost their jobs due to COVID, don't worry, we're here to provide you with the toolkit to help you succeed and find those hidden opportunities. When you hear people refer to the hidden job market, they're referring to jobs that may not be posted online by employers. And this may be for a number of reasons. For example, they might be wanting to save money on advertising, or they may prefer to get candidates through employee referrals. Opportunities still exist. They're out there. You just need to be more creative in how you're going about them. And to give you guys some insight into where we're coming from here, my background is that I worked at one of the top recruiting companies globally, indeed, operating in 80 countries. And I have a lot of experience working with companies and recruiters and, you know, VPs of HR, all kinds of different people in the recruiting space and talking to them about their challenges and what they're looking for in candidates. And some of the biggest pieces of feedback that I constantly hear is that employers are looking for qualified, quality applicants. Nika, before you get into that a little bit more, can you tell us how you got that job at Indeed? Oh, for sure. This is actually a great story about the hidden job market. Um, I'm really happy you asked, KK. I was in the elevator of my building. Um, this is three years ago now and I come into the elevator and I notice my neighbor walks in as well directly in front of me Um, and he was wearing headphones and for some reason I just decide to strike up a conversation with him because I was so excited the fact that there is another young person who lives across the hall from me so I strike up a conversation we start chatting about where he works and some of the things that he's interested in and we really vibed and we became great friends like to this day he's one of my best friends and started asking him about his job because I was looking for for work at that point like when we first met I used to work at uh, a telecom company and when I moved I was working in Mississauga, which is about an hour away from where I was living, and I was commuting on transit every day, and it was it was taking up a big part of my day, and I really didn't like that, because uh, I thought I could have more productive uses of my time. And every day when I woke up outside my window, there was this big sign of the competitor of the telecom company that I worked at, and it was within walking distance. 
So I kept thinking every morning, first thought of the day was, damn, I wish I could just walk to work. That would make my life so much easier than getting on the subway and then taking a bus, taking an hour or two hours each day out of my day to just get to work. So I started talking to my neighbor about his job and how much he loves walking to work and how much he actually loves the work that he does. And he told me like, Nicole, why don't I just refer you? And he did. And I got the job after, uh, which was amazing. I love that. That's such a great story. I think it's so important that when you were looking for work, that you tell everyone you talk to, your whole network that you're looking for work and what your interests are and what you're looking for in your next job. This is gonna allow you to grow your network and help you get those amazing referrals just like in your story, Nika. Exactly, like when you're applying to a job formally, like whether it be online, on, on a job board or directly on a company's website, you're competing against hundreds if not thousands of other applicants and and that can be really tough you've got to stand out it's just like what katie and i talked about and sometimes what happens when they post online is they get inundated with applicants and it can be a little bit overwhelming especially when they're looking for just one great person for the role the other day i went into my favorite coffee shop and i was actually wearing my uh, my indeed sweatpants and i started talking to the owner of the coffee shop we struck up a conversation and he started telling me that he's hiring a barista and he posted the job online and for the past two days he got 500 applicants for a barista role which is wild uh, and we were kind of laughing because back in the day katie i don't know if you remember like what it was like you know going to the mall handing off your resume to every single vendor that was there maybe hearing a call back from one person um But yeah, I kind of miss those days, you know, where you're interacting with someone face to face and, you know, maybe they're not hiring right away, but the next time they are, they keep your resume on file and they remember you and they're more inclined to call. Katie, what was your first job? Actually, that's how I got my first job working at McDonald's. I showed up on National Hiring Day and there was a hiring manager at the door ready to greet you. And I just gave my resume and chatted for about a half hour on my lack of experience and how I thought I would bring value to the company. I agree though, back in the day when we used to give out resumes, the great thing about that was the employer was able to put a face and a personality to the resume, to your name. And I think that that gave people more of an advantage and were more likely to get hired that way. Because especially when we talk about retail or customer service type roles, personality is really important and that's what's gonna make you shine through over um, other applicants and over a piece of paper. Yeah, Katie, you're you're spot on. Like ultimately, we're all looking for social connection. People are social creatures. And especially in companies, social cohesiveness of their workforce is really important. Culture is such a critical aspect in the workplace. Employers want to hire great people that are fun to work with and easygoing and hardworking. And when they're hiring, they're looking for people that fit the kind of vibe, for lack of a better word, that they have. Um You spend most of your time working and oftentimes the people that you work with kind of become your family. So you spend more time with them sometimes than with your own family. And it's one of the things that I hear often from employers that their first objective is to hire people that will mesh well with the culture that they have. And the only way to get a sense of that 
is seeing someone face to face or talking to them to understand and learn their story. Yeah. So if someone refers you, like in my case with my neighbor, or you've already spoken with them, it shows that they can vouch for you, that they've connected with you, that they vibe with you, and that you can mesh well with their company. So how do you take advantage of the hidden job market? Well, Katie and I are going to get into a couple ways. And the first most important thing that you can probably take away from this podcast is that you've got to be confident and you, you can't be afraid. You've got to take every opportunity that presents itself. There's I truly believe that there's no such thing as luck. Luck is when opportunity meets preparedness and you've got to hunt for these opportunities and be creative and create opportunities for yourself. So first way to do that is to ask for a referral. And this can be like the story with my neighbor where we just became good friends and it kind of happened naturally. Or you can do it through cold outreach, through tools like LinkedIn. So if LinkedIn isn't something that you've heard of or use normally, it's kind of like a professional social network where you connect with people that you've worked with in the past or people that you want to work with and you can actually message them. So LinkedIn, it's a free tool, but they do have a professional version that you can sign up for and they have a free trial. Just make sure you cancel if you don't want to be charged like $180 for the year. I have fallen victim to that, so... Yeah, make sure you cancel your subscription on time, guys. Yeah, I've fallen victim too, Katie. I know I know what that's like. Um, the first place to start is to research a company. And you might want to think about your interests and where you actually see yourself working. So let's say you're, you're a big sports fan and a sneakerhead and you want to work for Adidas or Nike and, and you know, you want to be involved with a company that make something you're passionate about. So that's where you'd start. You'd go on LinkedIn, you'd type in Nike or Adidas and right on the company page, it will show you how many people work there. So might say that there is 3000 people that currently work for Nike. So you click on see all 300 employees. And then at the top, you're going to have a section where you can filter out certain pieces of information. So you're going to see all of their 3000 employees um, ranked from the CEO at the top to uh, all of their other roles. And you might want to type in, let's say you're looking for a role in finance, finance in one of the search terms. Or if you're looking for a job in HR and that's your background, you might type in HR and then you hit search all. And it's going to give you a list of people that currently work in finance at Nike. Now, the next step is to cold reach out to these people. And what that means is you message them. You might not have a direct connection with them. But you message them and in the subject line, you want to include their name because that shows that you're reaching out to that person specifically instead of just sending a mass outreach to all the people that work at Nike because you want to work there. And in the message, you want to specify and tailor that message directly to them. So helping that person understand why you selected them and that you selected them for a specific reason. Now, if you're going to take away anything from this, the most important thing is to have confidence when you're doing this recruiting it's a numbers game so the more people you reach out to the higher chance that somebody's going to get back to you and you you can't be afraid to reach out to people you've got to be confident and assertive and know that you have something to offer the downside is that they're just not going to respond or maybe they'll say you know what i'm sorry i'm not the right person to reach out to but maybe they'll give you another contact 
So you, you can't be afraid here. You've got to go for it. You've got to be confident in your skills and your abilities and go for the job that you want. You just can't be afraid of rejection because rejection in these circumstances are inevitable. And as you said, Nika, the worst they can do is not respond or say no. And that's not really that bad. I mean, you're not seeing them face to face. It's over a computer screen. You'll get over it. So something I wanted to add, and you briefly touched upon it, was when you are utilizing cold outreach, make some sort of connection to the person you are talking to. For example, point out a past work experience, or if you see that they are part of an association or have done some charity work that interests you, find something to connect on. When the person you are reaching out to feels like you have selected them intentionally and you aren't just messaging every random person on LinkedIn, they are more likely to respond to you and you are more likely to get that coffee chat or to get that next interaction that will bring you that much closer to obtaining a referral. So arguably, and we've touched upon this, one of the most important aspects and things that you need to do when trying to penetrate, I hate the word penetrate, but penetrate the job market is networking. And I know we have already touched upon networking, but I wanted to get into other ways that you can network and build those relationships. The first networking platform that I think will be really beneficial for everyone to utilize is joining professional associations. For example, if you are looking for a job in, let's say, finance or investment banking and you are a woman, a great professional organization to join is Women in Capital Markets. You can meet so many impressive women who are hiring managers or VPs who potentially have the power to hire you directly or can be used as a great referral. Another way you should network, and this gets looked over so often, is reaching out to your alumni network. Remember how I mentioned finding something to connect on when you're reaching out to someone? Going to the same school is the perfect icebreaker and people want to help people and hire people that they've gone to similar universities or the same universities or college colleges. They almost feel as if they're giving back to their community. A hundred percent, Katie. Whenever I get a LinkedIn message, I'm always excited when people reach out to me um, and I love to offer advice and support. So I had a LinkedIn message from somebody that went to the same university that I did, just recently graduated and was looking to get into sales. So he asked for uh, us to have just like a brief coffee chat and he ended up uh, just giving me a call one day and talked about some of his experience um, and I guided him through how to change up his resume, prepped him for different sales interviews and then throughout that conversation I realized that he'd be a great fit for Indeed so I ended up referring him and coaching him through the process through how Indeed does interviews and he ended up getting the job which was awesome. So because he reached out to me and said that you know we went to the same institution instantly I felt a little bit connected to him because I knew that he was he went through the same things that I did and I knew that you know if he was able to get through the program that I did um, and do well in it and finish it successfully then he'd probably be a good fit for the role because it shows that he was committed. That's great Nika. I love how you went out of your way to help someone from the same university as us. In some weird way 
it feels like not charity per se, but we're giving back to our community in a greater way. And we've spoken about, you know, getting referrals ourselves, being able to refer other people helps us join this like 360 link of helping out one another. I think that's also such great karma. If you are in the position and you're fortunate enough to help someone, whatever it is, and help propel them, then I think you should take that opportunity and do so as I guess what goes around comes around and the more you give back, the more people recognize that and by word of mouth, the more you can actually get in the future, if that makes sense. 100%. Like this summer, I had a few interns work for me um, for my business and I actually had a call that I organized for their professional development with some of my, um, some people within my network who work in some of the industries that my interns saw themselves going into long term. And we had a, an amazing call where they were sharing advice and giving feedback about some of their experiences and how to, how to penetrate Katie's favorite word, um, different industries. And it was super helpful for them. And as a leader, for me, it helped me learn how to navigate calls like that and how to, you know, just help other people. And that's kind of why we started this podcast, just being able to help you guys and help you level up. Um, so if you're in the position to give back, please do. Even if you are a couple years uh, in your careers or you feel like you don't have a lot to give back, there's always something that you've learned that you can share with someone else. Just a coffee chat goes a long way, people. Trust me. So one other great tool I want to quickly touch upon is the Meetup app. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but this app allows you to enter in your interest and then shows you different groups that you can join with people who have similar interests. For example, if you're into marketing and you're a marketing professional, you can join a group called Marketers of Toronto. And from there, you can meet other marketing individuals and network that way and potentially get referrals for future opportunities and jobs. Another great way of tapping into the hidden job market is to find a temp agency or a temporary agency. And what they do is they place workers for temporary contracts. Usually it's like customer service work or clerical work where you're doing stuff on the computer, like order entry, things like that. And eventually they move these people into more full-time, higher paid positions. So if you're looking for something right now and you're not finding anything within your specific field at the moment, you can try to apply for a temp agency and be placed in, you know, maybe a lower tier role, maybe something entry level, but you get your foot in the door. And then from there, you can, you have more opportunities. You can see what kind of jobs are actually available at the company. You get to talk to different leaders within the company. And so it's a great way to get your foot in. And sorry, just to add on to that, it also gives the employer a chance to get to know you and see your work ethic. And if they like you and if they like the work that you produce, they're more inclined to maybe refer you to another division within the same company or help you get the job that you want within that company. Exactly. One of my friends actually was telling me um, the story of like her career and she started at a temp agency she was always interested in like social media but uh, her first job out of school she started a temp agency in the interior design space and from that role she ended up realizing that social media for interior design and developers like um, real estate developers 
isn't something that they really focus on, but is so critical for that industry. So through her temp agency, um, she ended up landing a job at the interior design firm in social media, and she started building out their proposals. And she was realizing that, okay, the job that she was working in, she wasn't getting paid as much as she could be. And she wasn't getting paid enough for how much value she was creating for the companies. So she ended up going out on her own and becoming a freelancer and creating proposals and the social media content for developers and for these companies. And she was able to monetize and get much more out of it. So she ended up going out on her own. She was taking a bigger risk there, not being employed by somebody full time. But the trade-off has been insurmountable. So she loves what she does and she she feels like she never works a day in her life because you know she's working for her herself and that's another great way to tap into the hidden job market like you don't necessarily need to work for a company there are so many opportunities for you to work for yourself and apply for websites like Upwork or Fiverr or if you're um, a computer or web developer TopTal so many different sites out there allow you to share your skills with the world and allow you to still be employed by yourself so if you have a skill set that you can share with someone else like we said definitely try to help somebody else with it if you can and the best way to do that if you want to monetize on it is to go out and freelance so we talked about quite a bit today um, how to tap into this hidden job market what it even means and if you're going to take away anything be confident ask for the job that you want connect with people don't be afraid to help somebody else out and network and if you guys enjoyed our show and like hearing from us First of all, you can email us at media at misfindependent.com if you have any questions that you want us to address on our next show or any topic ideas. We'd love to hear from you. It would mean the world to us if you left us a review on our Apple page. We love hearing feedback from you guys. It helps us grow. It helps us become better. And it helps other people maybe connect with this content. So if you can share our, our podcasts with somebody else that might need to hear it and leave us a review, we would appreciate that so much. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great one.